0: Check one, check two. I'm the anchor slash rapper that you never thought would happen. Commentary get it cracking like pads when they start whacking. Applaud like studio audience audio. It's to rob you. Sports do show. Is that so? I'm a dang king like Adama King Sue. And on some darn shit like Luka Don shit too. Commentator not a hater. Smooth operator. Mr. Telephone man like a beat from a pager. Date night data. Don't forget to tip your waiter. And here's a few tips from the man you script. Right light pens with ink at least i think potentially probably projected mentally and welcome back to another action-packed episode of the rob u sports stew show 2020 nfl season going into week nine so on thursday night football there was a game between the green bay packers and the san Fran 49ers and green bay was able to easily defeat the 49ers with a final score of 34-17 where Aaron Rodgers was 25 for 31 passing with 305 yards and four touchdowns and also star receiver Devontae Adams had 10 receptions for 173 in a touchdown where the 49ers couldn't get the offense going with so many injuries and players out such as Garoppolo, Mostert, Debo Samuel rookie receiver Brandon Ayuk and plenty others 49ers only had 55 yards rushing, which is definitely not like them, but they did have one bright spot with their receiver Jones, I'm sorry, James, able able to come up with nine receptions for 184 yards and a touchdown. So in the Thursday night football game, Green Bay was able to continue their offensive potency where San Fran was definitely lacking some key personnel and were unable to make it a competitive game another news we had the dead trade deadline and this year the trade deadline fell on election day hopefully if you wanted to you participated and were able to catch your vote and make your voice heard for your community and for your nation and also when I say the dead trade deadline, While there were plenty of speculations and rumors and could-be's and possibly's that some big-name key players may be changing teams, going to help out or going somewhere else in exchange for draft picks, most of the trades or most of the deals that were made were for lesser-known players, but players who can still be impactful. And the Tennessee Titans acquired cornerback Desmond King from the Los Angeles Chargers for a six round pick. And De- Desmond King is rated the third best slot cover corner man, cover- cornerback, third best slot cover man, or nickel cornerback. So maybe he'll be able to help those Tennessee Titans defend some passes. And the Saints added a linebacker, Quan Alexander, to help out with running back depth where the Steelers added Avery Williams to help that linebacking core, which also lost, which, which had lost the rookie Bush. They add Avery Williams for some inside linebacker depth. But they've been having some pretty good linebacker play from the, from the backup linebacker behind Bush so far. And the Patriots finally did make a move to get receiver Isaiah Ford for some help in the slot with their injury to Julian Edelman and also Nikhil Harry and their lack of depth at receiver. Also the Dolphins added a running back DeAndre Washington from the Chiefs. So those were just a few of the moves made for the trade deadline and like I said it wasn't like a lot of big name players or splash players but these can be key role players and impact players If they're able to make those plays and contribute the way these teams need them to contribute. Other news, recapping my week eight. And in week eight, I was nine and four, which is, is, is okay. It's not, you know, it's not the record I'm looking for. But I think I had some pretty decent picks. But there were some upsets. And some of the picks that I did get wrong were the Cincinnati Bengals defeating the Tennessee Titans with a final score of 31-20. And some of the other games that was some pretty good games were the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens game. Now, that was a real good game. Very close. And one of the things that made this game or really kind of swung this game and decided it for the Steelers were the amount of turnovers they were able to get off of the Ravens, and also some some turnovers by Lamar Jackson on interception, and also fumbles, so it was a competitive game, but I think the Baltimore Ravens just made too many mistakes in a game where they were able to rush on the Pittsburgh defense, they just didn't have enough, I don't think they didn't have enough control of the, they didn't have enough control of of the ball possession, and having those drives be sustained and not have turnovers, especially early in the game with that early interception would kind of already set the Ravens back. But it was definitely a competitive game and maybe we'll see the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens meet again down the road. You never know. Of, of, Of course they'll meet in their conference, but as far as in the playoffs, you never know. Another good game was the Bucks coming back on the New York Giants on Sunday Night Football. And this was a game where the Bucks kind of, excuse me, that was Monday Night Football. And the Bucks kind of came out a little lethargic, a little slow. And the New York Giants actually came out with some enthusiasm and some spunk. And they were able to get out early and have an early lead on the Bucs until the Bucks came back on them. and outscored them and also down the stretch there were some mistakes made by Daniel Jones but they did have some good play early in the game but the Bucks came back and got that win 25 to 23 In the other Tampa Bay Bucks news AB debuts in TB and Adrian Br- Antonio, excuse me, Antonio Brown began practicing with the Buccaneers this week and and one of his first One of his first chances to speak with the media, he said that he was very appreciative of the opportunity, and it was a blessing to be with the 10th Bay Bucks. Also spoke very highly of Tom Brady and head coach Bruce Arians. So he's reunited with Bruce Arians, who was one of his coaches with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they have a history together and the track record of, of, you know, knowing each other and a, and a working relationship. So hopefully they'll be able to have a nice run this year with the remaining of, remainder of the season with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Now with so much firepower and offense, it'll be interesting to see how Antonio Brown fits into the puzzle as we move forward down the stretch of the season. And in other receiver news, the Mike Thomas saga may be coming to an end in New Orleans. And when I say coming to an end, I don't mean him playing there. What I mean is he will finally get back on the field and be able to contribute to this team. Mike Thomas has had some off-the-field issues punching, well, or maybe on the field at practice, punching a teammate, and he also had some nagging injuries with his ankle and also his hamstring but he has been practicing this week and I do believe this will be his first game back since week 1 in week 9 to help out those New Orleans Saints as they make a run down the stretch of the season and hopefully a playoff push to see how far they can go. Speaking of the Saints, Alvin Kamara has been doing it all for the Saints. Kamara has been running like a Camaro with 987 scrimmage yards and I believe he leads the the league in scrimmage yards also accounting for 35% of the Saints offense in the absence of Mike Thomas now Alvin Kamara is on pace to put himself in the name to put himself in the class of running backs with names such as Roger Craig and Marshall Falk of running backs who have had thousand-yard rushing and receiving seasons in the same season. So definitely got to give your kudos and hats off to Alvin Kamara and the things that he's doing in that Saints offense. Another running back doing big things for his team is Dalvin Cook for the Minnesota Vikings who's had a rushing touchdown in every game this season. So these two guys are definitely doing big things for their teams. And just when you thought the Bears won't fold, get it, (laughs) Fozed? Mitchell Trubisky was hurt on his only play in last week's loss to the Saints. So now with Foes throwing interceptions and maybe not being as productive as they would like, they can't necessarily go back to Trubisky right now because he's sustained an injury and he could be out for a few weeks so the Bears will have to continue with Foles even if they would like to switch back to Trubisky because of maybe some of his versatility and athleticism and scrambling to get out of the parking and get out of dangerous situations where Nick Foles is more of a statuesque quarterback with not a lot of mobility and escapability. In other quarterback news Andy Dalton will still be out for the Cowboys with the concussion Hasn't cleared the concussion protocol yet. So he will be out again this week for the Cowboys. And they'll be led once again by DiNucci. So we'll see how DiNucci fares. And if Jerry Jones will finally swallow his pride and call Kaepernick. And coming up next. And well, before I get to that, I just want to say one more one more story from week eight going into week nine. Do your socks hang low. And when, when I say do your socks hang low, I'm referring to two Steelers players, the running back Connor and also Smith Schuster being fined 5000 for wearing their socks too low in the game. Now that's something that's something else right there. And then we have also Matthew Stafford, may be out this week for the Detroit Lions because of his potential high risk of being positive for COVID after being exposed to someone. So we'll see if Stafford is able to compete this week or if they're forced to go with a backup quarterback. And coming up next, in block two of the Rob U Sports Stew Show, week nine, Pharaoh Knicks Picks. So keep it locked. Welcome back to the Rob U Sports Stu Show NFL Week 9 2020 season Let's take a look at some of the games Sunday 1 o'clock November 8th we have the New York Giants at the Washington football team and while the Washington football team hasn't shown a lot of offensive prowess this year after the inability to trade away Last year's first rounder, Dwayne Haskins, Juan Rivera said he's not going to give up more Haskins, and they may, I guess, try to use him sometime in the future if they're not able to get that kind of play they're looking for out of Kyle Allen. But the New York Giants have lost Barkley, and they haven't really shown a lot of offensive firepower outside of a few key players at receiver and tight end. So, in this game, I do believe the Washington football team will be able to get after the Giants and make it a very competitive, close game. So, I have the Washington football team winning 20 over the Giants 19. And in a battle of defense versus offense, we have the Chicago Bears taking on the Tennessee Titans. And Chicago is one of the better defenses in the league, while Tennessee is one of the better offenses rushing and passing this year and in this game I think it will be close I'm interested to see how that Tennessee running game will be up against that Chicago Bears defense but also I know the Bears don't really have a running game so they will probably be forced to pass most of the game and the Titans just got some more help in the defensive backfield so I have to go with the Titans 27 over the Bears 17 but this should be a good game we have the Detroit Lions versus the Minnesota Vikings. And Minnesota's been off to a slow start this season while Detroit has been up and down. And this week they could be without Matthew Stafford. So this week I will go with the Minnesota Vikings in that strong running game of Dalvin Cook. The final score of Minnesota 24 over the Lions 19. Then we have the Carolina Panthers going to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. And I believe the Chiefs will be able to continue their offensive firepower this week versus the Panthers and get a victory over the Panthers with a final score, of Chiefs 38, Panthers 20. Then we got the Houston Texans going to take on the Jacksonville Jags in Jacksonville. And Houston's also had an up and down season this year where Jacksonville just, just lost Gardner Minshew for some time with a hand injury. So in this game, I believe Deshaun Watson will have what it takes to defeat the Jaguars with a final score, Houston 29, Jacksonville 17. Then we have the Baltimore Ravens versus the Indianapolis Colts. And this is a definitely, I think will be a great game, a good game at least. The tricky part of this game is that Indianapolis Colts defense, which is one of the top or best defenses in the league versus that Baltimore offense. And if Baltimore is able to stop or slow down that Colts offense with Philip Rivers and some, and also some young, some young star players like Himes and others, T.Y. Hilton. Now this game, I think it's going to be real close, and I'm interest, interested to see. Like I said, how will the how will the Ravens bounce back after that close loss to the Steelers last week? will Lamar Jackson be able to get the passing game going or the running game going? And how will they fare against that tough Colts defense? Well, in this game, I believe the Colts defense will be able to slow down the Ravens and get that victory for upset, with the Baltimore Ravens having 31 points and the Indianapolis Colts scoring 33 points. But I believe this will be a good game. Then we have the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Buffalo Bills. Seattle's led by Russell Wilson, and the Buffalo Bills led by Allen, Josh Allen. Now in this game, the Buffalo Bills have been pretty, pretty decent, pretty solid on offense this year. The Seattle Seahawks defense has been allowing a lot of yards, but that Seattle Seahawks offense has been scoring a lot of points, and they have some great skill players making names for themselves. So in this game, I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks in that offense over the Bills, 33-20. Then we have the Denver Broncos, who've kind of been up and down this season, versus the Falcons, who had a lot of early losses where teams came back on them. But in this game, I believe the Falcons will get their victory with a final score of Falcons 24, Broncos 20. In the 4 o'clock games, we got the Vegas Raiders going to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, these are two of the more explosive offenses in the league. Vegas has been scoring with Ruggs, with Waller, with Jacobs having a solid running game. David Carr has been willing and dealing. And then we have the Chargers where J- Justin Herbert has come in and made a name for himself in establishing a reputation as being a solid quarterback, even as a even as a rookie. But in this game, I believe the Vegas Raiders will outscore the Chargers with a final score. Chargers 31, Vegas 33. But this should be a high scoring competitive game. And then we have the Pittsburgh Steelers, the league's only remaining undefeated team. Going to take on the Dallas Cowboys, the league's only remaining most hyped team. (laughs) And in this game... The Dallas Cowboys don't really have a lot going for them offensively besides Ezekiel Elliott. And Amari Cooper is getting his yardage and uh, CeeDee Lamb is also getting some good yardage. But as far as actually putting points on the board and having consistent offensive drives, they're down to their third string quarterback, Danucci, and it just doesn't look very good for the Cowboys right now. Well, on the other hand, the Pittsburgh Steelers, have a nice squad of receivers. Have a nice squad or core of receivers. They have a solid running game with Connor, and they have a strong defense and a nice, a nice, a nice secondary. So in this game, I have to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers to blow out the Cowboys, thirty-five to thirteen. And then we have the Miami Dolphins going to take on the Arizona Cardinals. Now Miami, we having Tua start his second game. Which they were able to get a victory last week, where they defeated the Los Angeles Rams. But in this game, going against Kyler Murray and those Cardinals, they have some great—they have great offensive firepower, and I think they also have an underrated defense. And they recently acquired some more help on the defensive side of the ball with uh, journeyman, well, longtime journeyman cornerback Jonathan Joseph. Going to join the Arizona Cardinals defensive backfield. So, I believe the Arizona Cardinals will be able to defeat the Dolphins with a final score. Arizona 30, Miami 27. But this will be a good matchup between two young, promising quarterbacks. And then we have the New Orleans Saints taking on Tampa Bay for that rematch in week one. And... In this game, I believe that the Buccaneers will be able to get their revenge and get that divisional win, that conference divisional win over the NFC South opponent, New Orleans Saints, with a final score, Tampa Bay 34, over the Saints 30. And in the Monday Night Football Week 9 finale, we have the New England Patriots going to take on the New York Jets. And the Jets have been one of the worst teams this year. Not really shown a lot on either side of the ball. Whereas New England has kind of been up and down. They had a lot of opt-outs from COVID. They had some players get COVID during the season. They've had some injuries at receiver. And they don't really have a lot of explosive players right now. But I believe in this game, Cam Newton will find some some key role players. And maybe even get that running game back on track. To give the Patriots a win over the Jets with a final score, New England 24, Jets 13. And this concludes another episode of the Rob You Sports Two Show. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, hate. No, I don't hate if you hit on block you. Thanks for watching. Be safe, mask up. See you on next out.